Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Podcast. And we are excited about today's show because today we're going to be talking about the dating scene for Christians. And we got two women of God that are coming on today to talk to us. So let's join Pastor Wes and his crew on the Rally Point Men's Podcast. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Podcast. You know, and I'm excited today. You know, I'm Pastor Wes, and I'm just excited today because today we have a great show. And uh, today I have two mighty women of God on the podcast with us. And we're going to talk to you guys out there. Yeah, you guys need to listen up to what's going on today because we're about to educate you on some stuff. So today I have, I have Elena and I have Patty on the line with me. And, and we're just going to have a conversation about... The Christian dating scene, because I'm hearing it's a mess out there. So, Elena, Patty, hit me up with what's going on out there in the dating scene in the Christian world. What's happening? You want to start, little girl? You want me to start? Thank you so much for having us on, because we feel like it's a topic that needs to be discussed, and you're bringing a lot of value just by wanting to talk about it. And we both admire you so much, and have seen you in your marriage, but that you would take time and care about your single Christian brothers and sisters means so much to us, and we really feel appreciated um, by you, by Rally Point. Um, so thank you. Well, you know, you know, as as part of as Rally Point, our thing is to encourage men to build men up, right? So we want yeah. men to be who they're supposed to be, um, yeah. be honorable, be trustworthy, be committed, you know. And that's that's whether you're single, married, you know. So that should translate into the dating scene. That should right. translate into the type of men that you know uh, you guys are meeting and, and that you're you know engaging with. So what's it like? Somebody hit me up with it. Patty, I know, I know you got a lot to say, Patty. He does rip the band-aid off right here. Um, <laughs> because I'm, I'm older, or as I like to call it, seasoned, a little nicer term than nice uh, term. the lovely Elena. Um, and I've been out here for 21 fun-filled years of, of being single in this culture. And, uh, and some of it, you know... Honestly, I was outside the, you know, what you call this, this uh, strong women of God, you know, kind of uh, way of mindset. Um, so I've, I've, I've dated all kinds of ways, you know, in, in, uh, at this time. And um, so when I came uh, to really start to lean in and say, you know, truly, Jesus, take the wheel in everything. And that was everything. That's the faith walk. That's the... Uh, you know, believing in, in things yet that have not yet come, right, that we right. will believe that they will come, be here for the desires of our hearts that meet with, with what His will is, right. and if that is His will for me and anyone. So with that, I have given that over, believing what the Scripture has said, what I've been taught from my wonderful pastors, you are one of them, um, and my beautiful, wonderful Pastor Jenny and, and uh, Pastor Mike and through the years, um, that, you know, the first and foremost thing is for the, the woman of God is to find, or not actually for her to find, but be aware um, that the criteria is a man of God. Right. And that's not a guy that sits in church, correct, Pastor? Well, here's, here's a question that I, I have for you, because here's what, here's what I tell our young brothers, our single brothers, when they want to meet the woman of God, the woman of their dreams, right? Here's what I tell them. I say to them that they need to um, really kind of dig in and get their relationship with God straight and let God get the work in them first before they go out and meet Eve. See, when Adam was in the garden, God gave Adam six or seven responsibilities that he had to take care of before he brought Eve in. So there was some work that Adam had to do before Eve was brought on the scene. And, and, I, and I tell them, I said, once you get with God and your relationship is right and you start to, you know, God starts to transform you into the man you're supposed to be, he'll bring Eve into the picture. Now, I don't know 
what the dating scene is like, you know, whether it's a virtual dating scene, whether it's online, whether people are meeting up uh, at various places. Um, but what I'm hearing is, is that maybe, uh, maybe my brothers um, out there aren't as uh, godly <laughs> as, <laughs> I'm trying to put it lightly, right, um, as they yeah, should be. Yeah. I would say you're right. <laughs> You know, we talked about, you and I had a, um, a texting, uh, you know, a Facebook texting about this subject a, a few months ago. And I think this is what kind of put this in your mind to want to have this discussion is that you came up with a, a wonderful uh, synopsis after our back and forth is that you, you got the light bulb moment where you said, oh, so our, you know, our men of God are treating our women of God like women of the culture. Mm. And I just was like, you know, that thing where you go, boom, and really summed it up. Yeah, and you that, know. That's the... Go ahead. Yeah. Would you agree, Elena? I would. I would think, I, I believe it's, it's no matter where we're meeting someone. And we know with COVID happening, it is a reality that most of our interactions now are online dating that's just where we're doing it but whether someone says that they are a person of god or a christian patty and i have talked about it there are still things that we almost feel like we're expected to do to quote unquote keep a man we say hey we're we're operating under the same umbrella that you guys are but we are are feeling compelled to to do that or or not we're not doing that and we feel like we're going to lose a relationship so I would I would say that that is a real factor um, that we do want God honoring God honoring relationships and we do feel that pressure and I think what you said Pastor West too on a, a post recently is you're talking about the Hemingway's meal and versus the concept of fast food and I would say that really hit home because I feel like not only sometimes Christian guys treat the relationship like it's, you know, it's fast food. They're treating us like we're fast food. And Absolutely. then they can just dispose of us like a rapper on the side mm. of the road. But if we listen to you, even in the intro, I hear you saying, when you find a wife, you find a prize. And mm. your life is so enriched. Everyone knows how you feel about your wife because you treat her like a treasure. And I think that the men of God have sort of lost sight of the fact that finding a wife is a treasure. And they're not treating that as valuable. Amen. So they're just going to throw that opportunity out of the, the side of the window and not treat treat us like that. And therefore, they're not going to think that that is even valuable. Um, and so sometimes we even have to fight to get in the game of like, oh, I'm marriage minded. There's some guys who are like, hey, I'm great long term relationships. Uh, we can go as long as we want. There's no commitment at the end of that. Um, you know, if you want that, then we're going to have to walk away. So it really is. I would say it's a prickly process. Wow. It really it's sort of prickly. It's like wow. you like it to be like a bed of roses. But you end up rolling around in some thorns, and oh, you're getting man. cut up. And, and and I have I have some tips though from some things that I learned. But I want to let you and, and Patty talk about that. Um, you know, so, say what you see. But. So so what I'm hearing is, and I and I, I had a conversation with with Patty, and you know, it hit me that you know, remember now, we're all coming from a worldly mentality. Right. And when we come into yeah. our Christian faith and right. so we don't understand a lot of times and I'm not making excuses. Right. I'm not making excuses, but we don't understand a lot of times coming from that worldly mentality into our Christian faith that that also translates into our Christian dating. You know, um, and, and I yeah. think we go into the dating with that same worldly mentality, although we're trying to bring our faith into it. And that, and the two don't work together. Uh, they don't go well together. You know, uh, we were talking and we were uh, talking about, and I think this goes kind of both ways, um, that that people want, they want to meet and get married quickly, right? And and the problem with that is, is that you, you have a, a McDonald's mentality, so you want to... You want to go quick. You want something fast.
So, yeah, so they want a McDonald's fast food attitude with a Hemingway's um, mentality, right? So what, what Hemingway's is, for those that don't know what Hemingway's is, Hemingway's is a fine dining restaurant here in Rhode Island where if you go to Hemingway's, you're going to be there for two, three hours uh, having a good meal, right? So we don't want to go into a relationship with this fast food mentality, but we're hoping for fine dining. You're not going to get fine dining at McDonald's, right? You only got you got to go to a, a, a fine dining uh, a place in order to eat well, right? And and so that means what I'm trying to say to you is is there has to be some time that is taken in the relationship that gets you from one point to the next, right? A lot of times. People jump into relationships, they jump into bed, they jump into this, and then all of a sudden, now you're looking at each other going, I don't even know if I like you. You have not a chance to even really get to know each other, and you're in this relationship, right? And all of a sudden, now you're like going, man, that was a mess. How did I get in that? That's because we went into it with this fast food mentality, and this is the way the world is today anyway, and um, we're expecting, though, fine dining. You know, um, and you know, I know we're talking about um, you know, Christian men and Christian women, but this applies to everybody, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. Dating is dating. How we meet each other and how we expect that that relationship to develop, that's that's just worldwide. That's whether you're Christian, whether you're not Christian, it's just man, woman, how we're meeting and what's expected in that in that that uh that time. Am I am I right? Yes, yeah. you are. Now, Pastor, um Another thing that we discussed, you and I discussed it, uh, was that you had reminded me that the, the reason we do have such difficulty, regardless of our faith walk or not, with each other, is that we, as uh, people, do not take the time uh, in courting. And so I know that you might have some young young men, and, and I don't know how many young ladies, but I do know you have some young men that that are tuned in. Maybe that's an explanation from you, Pastor. What is courting? Yeah, so, you know, uh, nowadays, because the world, the way the world's set up, everything is so fast, everything is so quick. But, you know, I truly believe that you need to have and form a friendship before you do anything else, right? And the reason why I, I believe that is because if, if you're looking at marriage, Right, you say, "Hey, I want to be married to this person." We should be going into a marriage thinking this is a lifetime, right? This is forever, right? Uh, I'm gonna get married and that's it, right? So, it down the road, right? A bit. What's gonna what you're gonna fall back on, right? When all the sizzle and all that stuff is is faded a little bit, what you're gonna fall back on is your relationship, your friendship, right? And that's what's gonna get you through. Really, that's what's gonna get you through your struggles. That's what's going to get you through your hard times. So to have that, if we look at the, the friendship, right, as your foundation to your relationship, if you don't have that and you just jump over the foundation, then your house starts to crumble. You got nothing to, to keep it sturdy, right? So so the young men need to understand that. And, it, you know, it's worth it to them and to you that they go slow, that they take their time, they get to know each other. And I, I wouldn't even put a label on it. You know what I mean? I would just say, hey, no, we're friends and we're hanging out and we're just getting to know each other. And then that's, leave it at that, right? So that you can see the real person, they can see the real person and decide whether or not this is someone I really want to date, right? Um, because if we're friends, I'm going to show you the real me. You know, I'm not going to send my yeah. imposter out there to try to woo you. I'm going to just, I'm just going to relax and be me. And you're going to get an opportunity to see the real me. Right. And, and then you get an opportunity, a chance to say, is this someone that, you know, that I can spend a lot of time with? Is this someone I like? Someone that makes me laugh? You know, um, do we like the same things? You know, um, you know, what is our yin and our yang? You know, and you get to find out those things, those little fine things that in the course of a long term relationship really matter. Right. So I, I get a little scared when I see my young brothers. Um, rushing into relationships all of a sudden they just met the girl yesterday they moved in with her the next day and i'm going whoa 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 way too fast you know just get to know this person you don't even know you know they don't know you you don't know them and you're jumping into this thing way too deep right so and i know that you know 
and, and that kind of goes back to my whole McDonald Hemingway's uh, analogy, right? Because that's going too fast, wanting a fast relationship, wanting to jump into it. And I get it. As we get older, as we, you know, um, have been around for a little while, single, we have a desire to be married. We have a desire to be in a, a, a long-term relationship. So we're really searching. But I don't think the answer is, um, I don't think the answer is, I need to get through as many situations or as many people as I can to find the right one. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, exactly. I think we need to be a little bit wiser and go a little bit slower and be more selective. And I think the, the right one will come um, easier. Now, I don't know. Help me out with that. Am I right or am I wrong in this? So, so Pastor, you know, the courting. So that's what the courting is. The courting is the unlabeled time where you're just experiencing each other through exactly you know, activity exactly phone right? calls uh, you know not, talking not being alone together late at night you know you, you got to set boundaries yeah, no, and rules nothing nothing good is nothing nothing okay is happen, happening after midnight that you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know it's new year's eve and hey, so, you know whatever but so i don't know if i, I don't know if i shared this yeah. with you guys right but when me and marissa were dating I had a nine o'clock rule. So if ah. we were if we were watching a football game, if we were watching a movie, nine o'clock came, I was running out the door. You know? And and you know, there were days when I didn't want to leave and I was like, no, nine o'clock, I gotta go. Because we're getting to that that time where things I'll get weird, you know? So my my rule was nine o'clock. I was out the door. That's excellent. That's excellent, Pastor West, because um I had a friend, an older woman friend years ago, who warned me, and, and this is when I was in, you know, um, I, I wasn't a 30-something-year-old. I, was, I came back into this singlehood in my 40s, my early, I was just turned 40, back out, just thrown over the boat, back on, <laughs> and I was totally confused about what people are doing now, you know, that kind of thing, and this was a while back, and um there was a really nice woman who was older than me and uh we had a discussion she wasn't it wasn't a, a, a god thing it was just a you know uh be careful thing and one thing she she made clear she said don't be inside four walls try to be outside in outside four walls as as long as you can in your relationship or as you're courting as you're courting that's see, why it was always great to uh, find a spring summer kind of thing. See, <laughs> you know, the see, winter, that's a little tough. Yeah, see, and that's and that's and that's what's nice about. Okay, so if we if we were to take this into the Christian realm, right? So if we look at the Bible, we see uh, time and time again the courting uh, of the relationships that happen, right? Hey, they might have had to have their parents there. You might have had to have some friends there, but you had to have somebody there with you while you were spending time with this person. And that was to protect the both of you from falling into, you know, sin, from falling into things that, you know, you can't take back. Um, and, and you know, we see all the time, you know, in, in the Bible, it says, and, and I know nowadays we take this and we um, we minimize it, right? But if, if you slept with someone in the Bible, you were married to them. It would considered your wife. Whoa, hey. there you go. That's that was that's truth, right? That's truth. If you did that, yeah. you would consider that you were married to them, right? Because that's the only time that that would happen. And and we have to have kind of that mentality that you know, if I'm going down that road, then my idea, my plan is to marry this girl, to be with her. And if that's the case, then I can wait till we get married. If that's the case, then we can wait until we get married and we can build a nice, solid relationship before we get to that point. Um, and then we'll have something solid that we can stand on. And I know that that's, that's so, crazy in this day and time, right? Right. And, and that'll be, you know, so what you do is you take that kind of thing. And, and like what my friend had said, my wise uh, older woman friend said to me way back then about the four walls. Now, I'm not going to be able to drag Elena on every date I go because, you know, she's got a life. But... You know, <laughs> or she can't take me. Elena, take me on your next thing. Um, because we just, that's a little whatever. I mean, you can. You do things in groups, whatever. But you 
are going to have, I mean, we are grown up and we are going to have that we want to share an experience together, but that's where the courting comes in. And just having some rules, like you said, you, you had a nine o'clock rule. So the lady said to me, you know, try to be outside four walls, you know, outside of a four wall situation uh, as long as possible. Because the thing is, it gets complicated. Right. You know, there you've gone, hey, you like the same ice cream I do. It's a matter who to, you know, you're, you're, you're in some kind of entanglement right. that right. will now be hard to either come back from and you've just ruined anything going forward because now everybody gets gets anxious when things go exactly. too fast. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you might have had a really good chance. So, I mean, even like we're saying like, yes, there are some wonderful, you know, things the Bible has set up, you know, with, there are things that are said. Um, but this is stuff that just would help everyone. I and mean, we have such a better situation with marriage and commitment and, you know, everything that goes along with that. We've got everything going backwards now. We have young people having children before marriage. They're having children, before, you know, before they even know each other. And then yep. by the time children come, nobody really wants to be around each other anymore. So right. One of the one of the things that one of the things that that we're fighting against right and and the thing that is this really big struggle for us is we've lost our fathers and yeah. one of the reasons why we've lost yeah. our fathers is because we have people that are having children that aren't married and you know that are having children before they should have children they shouldn't have children they're children and they're having children you know and they don't know how to raise a child they don't even know that they like each other and now there's another child in the world um, who's not going to have a father that's going to, they're not going to be in a good, solid uh, foundational relationship where they can uh, grow and, and glean from their parents, you know? Um, and that's, that's, that's a problem. But here's the thing, right? So you guys, right? Um, the women, I think the men should do this, but the women, you guys could also set your own rules and, and your own um, guidelines and stick to them. You know, and I, I, I understand, you know, I understand maybe they won't like me. Maybe they'll walk away. But hey, if they do, say la vie, you know, because well, that. Yeah. Yes, I totally agree. And, you know, these are some of the things Elena and I and, and some of the, our other lady friends, you know, we just dis, we've discussed. We, we, we have a uh, Elena, tell us about the non-negotiable. How, how do you set that up, girl? You tell me. You know. Yeah, so I I think the non-negotiables are like the guardrails. And and being out here uh, it, without them is really like swimming in, in a current at it, it, the beach. And you're just out there and it's not going to end well. So for you to figure out what your non-negotiables are, which really means to look hard, prayer and looking hard within ourselves and saying these are let's narrow it down to three non-negotiables of what we are are in essence the most important things to us and and really god honoring as well um but what are those three things and really looking hard at the person that's sitting across the table from us and saying is this going to work with my non-negotiables and we can't be afraid if, if the answer is no, and this person has more red flags than a dozen, what is it, matadors, to walk away and to say, you know what, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work, but we want to hang on and we want to make it work, and it's not going to work. So that's where my mind went, actually, when you, Pastor West, you were saying, you know, the time thing you're not talking about giving time to something that god has clearly shown you is not going to be a, a right. right relationship for you right. doesn't mean that person is the bad a bad person it just means it's not going to be that fit for you you're right. not talking about hanging on for dear life and giving it time in six months right. ten months. well you're talking well, about you find that person that is worthy of going forward don't rush it don't go go ahead um and and really you know, go for that fast food mentality. Um, but yeah, the non-negotiables are, are so, those things that you really must have. So what's what's an example of a non-negotiable? How do you, you want to take that you one? Know, well, I'm, first of all, a non-negotiable, she's got three. Yes. Now, you get where I am, you've got like 
I've got at least five <laughs> that like Trump and and this isn't supposed to be political, but they're like Trump walls that were promised, right? They're way up there, and and it, you can't scale them. You can't. I mean, you you can't get by them. They are there, and they're stalwart, and that's it. Um, and that's just because as you as you're out here long enough, you you really there's just things that you it's just not having it. It's not having it, and many of them have to do with the, with the God standard. Many of them, the God gold standard, that's what I call it. God and, gold standard, I you like know, it. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough always sticking to those. I mean, it, you know, another Valentine's uh, come and go here. Not There's no roses coming over here. To, you know, and, but you know, I'm okay with that. I'll go buy my own roses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I just, I just had a great idea. I just had a great idea. <laughs> So I've been playing with this in my mind anyway, and this would be great for you guys, right? So I've been yeah. I've been thinking about as guys go through our rally point virtues, right? The humility, compassion, passion, purity, all of those things, right? And we we work at you know those being placed uh, within us and God transforming us, making us more Christ-like. So I've been thinking about when the guy finishes those, right? Giving them a little gold card that yeah. says. That says my man card, right? Oh my so, god! So they actually have a man card. So when you guys meet them, say, "Do you have a man card? Let me see your man card first, <laughs> right? Because if they have the man card, you know they've been through some training. They got some yeah. idea. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's actually perfect. It's perfect because I, I, we've all had experiences dating where that man card is nowhere to be found. Again, no disrespect because the opposite sex could say the same for us. That mature woman card. Oh, has, I'm sure. But and, and that man card missing is we is know the card. So true. Right. So true. Because it seems like you know, and I was doing some. Um, I don't, listening to somebody, I don't know who I was listening to, somebody really smart who was talking about that the brain, you know, how complex our, and, and uh, our brains are and different pieces of it deal with different things. And, and when we are dealing with something that causes us anxiety, that fight or flight thing, I believe that's the hypothalamus is some part of our brain that's meant for like when the dinosaurs were chasing us or whatever was chasing us. We weren't supposed to live in that. In our culture, we tend to live in the hype of, we're all full of anxiety. Um, the thing is, the, this person uh, was talking about a trick that they have where they actually go five, four, three, two, one, which switches the brain over to some other part of the brain where they have, they have learned things. They have been trained or they, you know, they took a course or whatever to help them with their anxiety. And it seems like when the gentlemen leave with their god, their gold card, that their, their their man card, that they forget where their man card is, <laughs> and all the wonderful things that they learned about, you know, whatever their 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 compassion, their this or that. So I'm wondering when they, you know, for both men and women, before we go out on those meetings or start to really get catch feelings, as we say in the. Uh, in today's culture that we kind of go five, four, three, two, one and get over to those places where we've done our, we've done our training, whether it's, you know, rally point with pastor West or it's the 101 things I send, you know, all my friends and they send me about the latest, whatever that we need to make, you know, like, uh, to make great decisions and, and to keep, to keep the courting and, and to get on the journey and go through experiences with a possible person. And then when you get to that point where you have that and you say, and from what I understand, I've been, I've heard also is that, you know, you need four seasons. You really need four seasons to kind of get to know a person. And, and that's, that's a year for, for most of us. And uh, I don't know many who take a year. I agree. To decide. I, 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 I totally You know what I mean? Agree. That take hey, for my person that I want to, you know, be exclusive with. And that that sounds crazy too, right, Pastor West? That, like I, the nice I, leaving or I totally, with friends. I, yeah, that. I totally agree with you. I, I think that, you know, um, the, the longer you take, the better. Uh, but I also understand that in this world um, that it's just, 
it's just hard to do, you know, and, and I don't know, Elena, maybe you can um, bring some light to that. I, I get it, you know, that you don't have to have a, a timetable, but at the same time, um, you don't have to wait a year, you know, but you should have an idea. Like, you know, you should you should take at least enough time to to know who this person is that you're you're hanging around with, that you want to spend time with, you know, who, what kind of family they come from, what what have they been through, what kind of experiences have they had, you know, who are they, you know, where have they been, you know, um, and, and, and that's something that, that, yeah, we could sit down and have a phone conversation and I could share those things with you, but until you've spent some time with them, you know, a couple different, you know, a few different times of dates or, or just, you know, having coffee or something, where you're having these times, types of candid conversations, um, you're just not going to be able to get to know someone that quickly, you know. So, and that's the scary part, because now you, you kind of get in that, you get mixed up, and you're in this thing deep, and now you're realizing, you know what, not really what I want, and that's that's hurtful. That's yeah. hurtful, you know. And, and that's why so many people get hurt. That's right. I'm sorry. I think with um, you know the concept of love bombing, you know, today I think it's really prevalent, and that's. That's when maybe a guy or a girl will just say, oh, you are so amazing. You are just everything that I have looked for. And, you know, I can see us together. And especially when you're vulnerable or you're really looking for this godly relationship, you really want to hear those words. Let's say you've been married before and that's a desire of your heart. You can really get um, gleaned into or, or catch this vision for what that person's trying to tell you. Like, wow, maybe we could really be married. Like, I'll tell you a secret that is, uh, it's not too flattering about myself, but I bought and returned my own engagement ring. Uh, about a year and a half uh, after I got divorced because I was I was dating someone and I really thought this was going to be now just the fact that I would buy my own engagement okay how many red flags are you seeing right there Pastor she said if I knew you at the time you'd be like but that's what I didn't know I wouldn't be alive today I just be like but you know that's what we get into that vision of like we want this to work so much but we patty and i have talked about it and i'll let her say it uh you can be dating someone even exclusively and something comes up after that three months after that six months and you honestly don't know who that person is that's because yep that's because the 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 ambassador can only hang around for so long yeah. Right, so that person he can only hang around for so long, which is why you're wise to to get past him. You know what I mean? To 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 delay it and, and stretch the thing out so you get past the ambassador and find out who that person really is. Interesting. You know, and Chuck Daddy, my dad says, "Time is your friend, really." And because absolutely. I listened to him, I did not rush into anything, and it was a I couldn't have. I couldn't have made a better decision because I didn't, I you can see clearly in hindsight that that would not have been good. But when the emotions are flowing and the story is flowing and you think this is a God person and um, you know, you're all in and you can't see clearly, your brain is seeing what you want to see. So before you even get to that stage, pull back and do what you're saying, do, do the courting thing. Yeah, yeah, because if not, I mean, if not, you'll find yourself in situations that you're just like, man, how did this happen? You know, and I, I like I said, I, I'm trying to get an understanding, get to that place where, you know, you just want to be with someone. You just want to feel wanted. You want to feel loved, you know, and, and someone's spewing out the craziness to bite, to get you to bite into it and to buy into what they're selling, you know, and, but that's not, it's not real, you know? Um, and, you know, it's whether it, whether it, it, it hurts you or it doesn't hurt you, right? It's still better for you to know the real person, you know, um, because now, go ahead, Patty. Well, what I was gonna say was, you know, when I said the, the get to know each other in four seasons, um, you know, this is, this is not just, you know, mini golf and, you know, bowling and dinner. This is like someone shows up um, and you're sick. What do you like when you're sick? What do they like when they're sick? Uh, you know, what, what do people like during the holidays? I know people who struggle 
during Christmas and, and other kind of family holidays like that because they've had a horrible time, but they're not gonna they're not gonna leave with that foot when they first, you know, start dating you or start courting you, like, hey, by the way, I hate Christmas, you know, whatever. So, you know, and then you love it. So there's there's that and 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 then you know, that's why the time it's a journey. It's a journey that has a destination. It has it has a goal. And the goal is, and the destination is, you know, are we copacetic? Are we a good fit? You know what? And, and then by the other stuff that is not part of dating, which is now incorporated into the culture of dating, which shouldn't be, because those are things that are reserved for much, much more uh, solid foundation feeling, uh, not just feelings, but real you know connection absolutely and absolutely and you know one of the you know one of the things that just came to mind for me uh when you were just saying that patty is is so in, in football right um we have our season mm -hmm. right we won the championship we're undefeated and you're always saying man you know as we're practicing as we're going through it hey it's a, it's about the journey right um the championship game comes and ends you know but man that every day get out there in the snow and the rain and the cold and you're together and you're forming and you're bonding relationships and, and you're growing together and you're, you're, you're getting over obstacles and hurdles together. It's about the journey, you know? So when you take Pastor, the time, God, you know who has your back that game, right? You know who showed up in that game when, and I don't understand anything about sports, but you know when you're in one of those really muddy, snowy, football games, you know who that other team member is that you can rely on, that's going to be there. You know that. Absolutely. By the end of that season, like you're saying, you know who the most valuable player has been. Absolutely. You, you all know it, team, right? So Absolutely. this is what I mean. When, when it's so easy to be so drawn to each other when you show up looking good, smelling good, you've got your best manners, whatever. But it's, you know, that's easy to act, absolutely be dazzled by. How about when you are sick? How about when you when you've run into a crisis? How about you know what? How you handle you know holidays? How do you handle your family? And then being, you know, uh, mostly people who have had relationships that have been married or whatever before. Many people have children. Elena has children. Um, most of the people she dates and will have children how do you handle your your children and if and and children are kind of paranoid they're different yeah. differences, right yeah. so if you have teenagers and you're trying to have a connection you know your teenagers are going to be tough on you more than likely <laughs> because they they don't they don't want they don't necessarily are thrilled with this whole thing right um how do you handle how do you handle younger ones if you have younger kids and your time is really um, at the drop, I, I have always been uh, fortunate to uh, date, you know, men who have told, have had children when their children were younger, that they were good dads. They were good dads. They are good dads, I should say. And but the thing is, that's tough on me as as a woman who doesn't have children, right. because if something happened and mom. And they've got a good relationship as far as parenting. Mom calls up and says, "I, you know, so and this little one needs this or that, and you got to come, or right. you know, or can you do this?" He, he's still their father, right? And he, and that's first. And you know what? And so I and, need. And you know what, Patty? All of those things, all of those things, right, have to come into play, and that's all part of getting to know someone. That's all part of and trying to understand who the other person is. You want to know the first question? So I, I get asked, you know. Um, to, to marry people and when I do, I always have to put them through marriage counseling, right? I won't marry anyone unless they go through counseling with me. And you know the first question I ask them? It's the simplest question ever, but it tells me a lot. I ask him, I go, what's her favorite color? <laughs> wow. And, 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 and I ask her, what's his favorite color? Because here's the thing, if, if your relationship is, it hasn't gone to a place where you know those little intimate things about each other, right? Then that means you've gone too fast. That means 
that there's a whole lot that you don't know about each other and this is gonna take a lot longer than we thought right um and because if you don't know her favorite color then I, how into you are into her are you you know uh, if you're not taking a moment to, to find out you know you don't have to ask her what's your favorite color but you should know that just by spending time with her and 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 kind of observing her and how she does things you know um and what she's doing and the types of outfits she's wearing the colors that she's wearing and stuff like that and say yeah you know okay i got her i got her i know what her favorite color is i'm i'm, I'm kind of feeling the vibe that she's putting out and and a lot of us guys don't take that time to do that yeah. you know don't take that time to put that yeah, extra moment in there a lot of us ladies, women, because of the culture, godly women or, or people who don't necessarily, you know, are in this faith walk, you know, they, you know, we all have a tendency because of the uh, microwave uh, culture that we're everything quick, 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 that, you know, the gentlemen aren't taking time, but the ladies are not also, are, you know, we, we also suffer from that too. FOMO, fear of missing out. Right. We're afraid. We're, you know, yeah. we don't want to, oh, so, we don't want to, you know, lose that, just that possibility. So um, here's, here's what I want, here's what I want so, to give you guys an opportunity to do, Patty. I don't mean to cut you off, right? But here's what I want to give you an opportunity to do. Um, do you have any questions, right? So if, if you're wondering about something, you know, Elaine, I know you, you said that you might have a, you have a couple of questions, right? Um, I'll let you ask me, and you know, I'm a guy, so I'll, I'll try and go from the mentality of what a single guy might think and see if I can help you out with some of those things. So we're running kind of low on time, so let's, let, if you have a question, let's shoot out some questions and let's try to help some people out there that might be thinking the same things that you guys are thinking. What do you think? What's, what's, okay. the, what's a question that you might have? Well, for me, um, you know, one of the one of the things that I mean, uh, my relationship with Marissa has been one that was, you know, definitely God ordained um, because I took her to um, a friend of ours, a friend of mine at the time became a friend of ours uh, Bible study. Um, that was like our first date. Um, and the next week I couldn't go, but she went on her own. And, and, and at that Bible study, she got saved and, and she gave her life over to Jesus. And, you know, um, so for me at that moment, um, to be honest with you, I asked the Lord, I'm like, Lord, God, why do you have me in this woman's life? Right. Was it to bring her to you? Um, what is it? I said, is it is it to be friends with her? Is it to be her husband? I said, whatever your will is in my life with this relationship, I'll go that route. I just don't want to trample over what you're trying to do, right? And I really kind of just left it in his hands. And I said, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to leave in your hands. Um, if it's friendship, I'm okay with that. If it's husband, I'm okay with that. I want to do your will, right? And and I just, we just were friends. And like I said, I had my nine o'clock rule um, and we never kind of put ourselves in, in awkward or bad situations. And we got a chance to know each other. Uh, yeah. We were friends. So we got a chance to really kind of see the other person in real life situations um, and circumstances and to be able to say, okay, that's something I like, that's something I don't like. And I, I know you guys had, I forgot the term that you used earlier for uh, those situations, but we, I used to call it deal breakers, right? Yeah. So what was, what's the deal breaker? You know, and if someone, you know, does something that's a deal breaker, I was like, hey, you know, that's a deal breaker. I'm sorry. You know, it is what it is. You know, um, it's time to, you know, just be friends or not be friends, but we can't go any deeper with this, right? And and I and God just led us down the path, and we got a chance to kind of really understand and see each other. And you know what was interesting is um, we had just planted Sacred Exchange Fellowship, and you know I, I was getting wise counsel from Pastor Mike and you know other men of God that were in my circle, and he said to me the best thing he ever told me was he said, 
in reference to church, because I told her she just got saved, she's looking for a church. He said, send her to North Providence. Mm. He said, don't, don't, don't bring her to Sacred Exchange. Send her to North Providence. Let her get her own relationship with God. Mm. And and Marissa went to North Providence. She went, she literally went to North Providence for two or three years, uh, where she was, you know, there as a member of that church, having her own relationships with the people of that church before she came to Sacred Exchange. You know, so, so, you know, when it comes to, you know, the relationship and, and how we did it, I, I believe that we did it right. We, we formulated um, a friendship first. You know, that's why I, I can say that sitting here, um, knowing that that's the right way to go. And everyone that I've seen go that route have, have gotten married and have gotten married to the right person. And, they've, and, they're, and they're happy and they're able to work through all the obstacles in their lives. Yeah, that's amazing. And I just love the maturity. I think that's one of my um, non-negotiables is that maturity and that wisdom. You're orienting yourself around God and a lot of those other things are going to fall into place because you're orienting yourself around the Lord and you're listening to His voice and you want to lead. And yeah, and um, you know, I, I love the way that you describe that and how you both handle See, that. I think I think you guys have been placed in bad situations, right? If if you're having to if you're having to decide whether it's right or wrong for me to sleep with this person, um, then you've been placed in a bad situation. That should be on the man. Right. That's why if they're coming to you saying that, no, I feel we should get to where at this point and we should move to the next level. <laughs> right. Then then you should say, hey, give me your man card. Give it to me. Take it away. <laughs> rip it up. Throw it in the garbage. Right. Because because yeah. that's that's the responsibility of the guy. You know, that's okay. to say, hey, two. Now, you know, I understand. And, and now this might you might want it. I know I want it. But we have to stop right here. Yeah. Right. We can't cross this line. Because, you know... So, Pastor West. Yeah. Pastor West, just if I could. So, with that, and I'm talking about the, the godly men, the men of God, not, you know, others won't aspire to this. So, we've got the godly guy, the guy that, you know, he's got the scripture verses, he's, you know, he's on the, the team for this, he's, you know, he's that guy. Um, and you come, you get into this point of, of a connection. And... What happens with some is that there is a, I mean, I recognize it, but, you know, I know it doesn't, everyone doesn't always have that. Um, there's a spiritual manipulation yeah. in dating. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm talking about is you get to, you get that to that connection. You have the overtures made to you and you say, but this is what it says about that part of connection between two people who are dating. And then you have some who will say things like, God knows my heart is pure. God knows how I feel about you, that I love you. Um, it's a forget. I love this one. It's a forgivable sin, <laughs> as I believe. Any sin that you, that you confess is forgivable and so if, if you're not feeling like if you're acting if you continually do this I guess you're not really asking to be forgiven but anyway it's like this kind of all this stuff that comes at you and also yes that was for a time but not for now or I'm a grown-up I'm a grown person and I want to do grown person things and that is for younger people you know teenagers or whatever not People who, you know, have been married and divorced and, you know, parents and children, they, we're grown. And I get, see, listen, I know I have sisters who are going to listen to this who will say, I think so too. I feel that way as well. I have a right to certain things. But that's a whole other discussion. Mm. So, so here's the so thing. First, I, first. Here's that, Pastor. I know I'm being spiritually manipulated, but... Um, you know, you tell me how to handle that. Well, first, let me, let me say this to you, right? Um, so I wasn't Pastor West my whole life, right? So I know there was a point, <laughs> there was a point in my life where I was a, a young knucklehead, um, out there, even an older knucklehead, 
out there um, doing the same thing these guys are doing, right? Uh, it wasn't until I was got really serious about my relationship with God that I started to change the way I looked at women. Um, and, you know, I've never used uh, the Bible or, you know, anything godly to try to manipulate uh, someone to do something. Um, I just think that's wrong. For some reason, I've always had this line that I just would get to and I just would not cross. Um, so if, if someone's trying to um, get you to do something using God to do that, um, I, you know, my thought is then you get you go God too. You go, oh yeah, well, come on, let's get the Bible. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. All right? Let's open up the Bible. Let's look at some scripture and let's see what God says about it. All right? Um, because if they if you're gonna use that to try to get me to do something. Then let's let's look at it. Let's look at the text. Let's look at some commentary. Let's sit down. Let's study it. And let's see what it says, what it actually says about what you want to do, what we're about to do, um, and see where that lies. You know, um, I would I would my thing with 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 manipulations, uh, spiritual manipulation, you know, as we know, um, things come into our minds and we start to think about things and, and we start to go down bad roads and, and, and bad directions. So my thing has always been that I challenge them. So when something comes into my mind that I know isn't um, isn't right, I challenge it, right? Um, so I'll say, okay, well, fine. You know, if if you think God feels that way about us being together, then let's let's sit down. Let's let's look at it. let's let's look at the Bible. Let's let's talk about Scripture and let's talk about what God's expectation is for the man and for the woman. You know, um, and then let's see where that lies. And I guarantee you that'll take away that that deception uh, right away. You know, because and, and, and here's the thing. Right. So it says, you know, God knows my heart. Hey, man, you're absolutely right. God knows your heart. <laughs> he sees right into your heart. Right. So he knows your heart. He knows right now that you're 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 being manipulative. Right. Um, and, and what you're saying. So God absolutely does know your heart. Right. Um, and, and how honest you are about this. You know, um, I wouldn't let them slide on it. I just wouldn't, you know. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I get it. You know, you, you want to be in a relationship. You really like this person. You want to see it work. You know, you start to talk. You, we can talk ourselves into anything, you know. So you start to talk yourself into, you know, uh, how much this, how cool this person is, and you know, how great they are. And next thing you know, you find yourself in a situation and you meet number two. And number two isn't the same as number one. And number two guy is like, what in the world? Who are you? Where did you come from? When did you come in the picture? Right? And it wasn't until after, you know, they got what they were looking for. And now, you know, this thing's a mess. Right? Um, and that's just, that's just not right. It's just not fair. Um, and that's just not the way that, you know, um, men and women should operate together. Now, I, I understand that there's, um, there's some women as well as men. Uh, that just see that differently, right? And they they see it as, you know, hey, this is the way I need to operate. I need to find out. I want to, you know, take the car on a test drive before I, I buy it, you know? Right. And, and there's a lot of women who are afraid. They're afraid, especially, you know, once again, we're talking about mature women. We're not talking about girls, you know, young ladies just out of high school. So I'm talking about women who've been married, been in relationships, Things didn't go right. So that part of their life, that didn't go great either. And they do not, they, I, they don't want to get stuck with a, someone who doesn't either function right or is inept or whatever. And they need to know. They need to know what, what if they're serious with someone, they need to know that too. So speak to that if you could, Pastor West. Uh, you know, like anything. So if you're going to, if you need to know, right? So you have to find out, then you got to roll the dice and, and you, and you end up with what you end up with. Right. And, and I, I, I say that if you're the type of person, I just, I need to know if this is someone that I'm, I'm compatible with, you know, if I'm with them for the rest of my life and, you know, all of those types of things that are going on in your mind, then, then the things that you stumble into, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Because that's that's what you're inviting 
um, when you're when you have that mentality. You know, um, if it's if it's a God thing, right? Then you're gonna trust that God's gonna make it good. He's gonna work it out, and and that might be something that you have to work out with your mate um, down the road. You know what I mean? But I still don't think you compromise um, for that that reason. But isn't you know? that part of the journey? Don't you feel that if people took that courting journey? Even more mature people who feel like the, you know, the the sand in the hourglass is not, in, you know, it's in the bottom part, not too much left in the top. Um, you still need to do that journey because if you do that journey, that journey of experiences together, then you're going to build a relationship. You're going to build a friendship. And those. So, let me ask. You know, let me ask. Of, let me ask both of what? you guys a question. What are you yeah. looking for? And I don't mean, you know, give me, you know, the type or whatever, but in a relationship, right? Um, what are you looking to be in that relationship? What are you looking to be? Are you looking to be happy? Oh, well, you answer it, Elena. <laughs> I think that I would love to have the kind of intimacy that's built on wisdom and maturity that you know that you can trust that person. You know that person has your back, and you have their their back, and that kind of intimacy um, would it would be one that you could go to um, in prayer together, and someone that you know that's going to make decisions that are wise for not only for him but for the both of you. Someone who wants to be a leader, and um, I don't, I haven't. Seen many of that, and I, I think interestingly, I grew up with a leader um, as a dad, but I think it uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that I know how to identify that, or that I've been around that, or I made decisions based on that. It's just um, so I think maybe the hope is the more that we can be around the kind of person that we're looking for, like a Pastor West who's mature, who takes on that mantle, who says, yes, I believe it's revolutionary to get married to the right person, have a family, be a leader, encourage men, then we can catch that vision for what kind of person that we're, we're looking to be around. So if that's the case, and I think that's awesome, right? And you, sh- and you deserve that, right? You deserve that. And if that's the case, don't you think it's worth um, taking the time to find that? (laughs) Don't you think it's worth taking the time to see if this person measures up to that? Um, You know, I mean, at the end of the day, right? So here's the thing. At the end of the day, when I come home from work, right, I come home from work and I'm thinking, oh, man, I get to go home now. I get to go home to my wife. I get to go home to my daughter. This is my sanctuary. I get to go home now, right? And and, and so that's a a happy feeling, right? No matter what I've gone through throughout the day, at the end of the day, I get to go home, right? Right. So so we want to be able to, you want to be able to meet somebody that, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what's going on, we're together and I'm happy to be here. And it makes me feel good to be here. The soft place to land. Absolutely. It makes me feel good to be here. And and you know what? That takes time. It takes time. That's not something you can manufacture overnight. That's not something you can manufacture in three months, in six months. That takes time. And and again, you know, we all have to kind of gauge things based on, you know, how things move and, and, and the flow of things. But, you know, it just, it just takes, um, a certain amount of, of wisdom on our part uh, to be able to kind of see those things. And maybe maybe you might have discernment to see it quickly. You know, like Pat, like you said, you have five things and hey, once they violate one, boom, you're out next. You know, yep. um, <laughs> she said, yep. Um, you know, and, and, and that's good. Long time yep. That took a long, I have made, I still make mistakes. I'm I have fallen, stumbled, stubbed my toe, wasted time. I believe me, it took me a long time. And still sometimes, I don't always, but I'm aware of it. I will tell mm. Elaine, I'll say, guess what I'm doing wrong now? And then, <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, and at least I'm, I, I admit it. And then I call her and I say, guess what? I was right. I shouldn't have done this because this happened, blah, blah, blah. So then I get back on 
track. But yes, it, it's only because it took years, unfortunately, for me. I'm that person. <laughs> I needed years to get to that point. You don't have to have years. Okay, you don't so have to do that. You can, so you can get your stuff together now. Right. Go ahead, right. Go ahead. You can, and you know, and there's a, such a thing too as growing together. You know, um, so the exactly. person doesn't doesn't have to be at a certain level. You can grow together as long as you're heading in the same direction together. You know, um, yeah. and you're willing to learn and grow together. You know, um, so here's the thing. I want we're we're kind of running out of time, and I I want to give yeah. each of you an opportunity to um, give some advice to any guys that might be out there listening. Um, you know. What can they do better? You know, uh, not even better because we're assuming they're doing something wrong. But but what is it that, I don't know, what advice can you give them, you know, in reference to this whole dating thing? What what mistakes do you see guys making? And I'll start with, I'll start with, uh, we'll go with the, the, we'll go with Patty first. I didn't want to say uh, the older first, but we'll go with Patty first. Feel, feel bad. Um, you know... Don't be, and I'm talking, you know, I, I would love for men of the culture, you know, I don't know, uh, but men of God, do not be afraid to be brave enough to, you know, say what you need to, to be a leader in, in the, in the, in the connection, in the sense of. I, you know, listen to the wisdom of what you just said, Pastor West, how you did this with your wife, how you had a standard about time and about, you know, you wrote down or somewhere you knew your things that had to, to be a certain way and that you can let the person you're interested in know. You can say to her, listen, it's not that I don't want to do all these things that every red what his guy wants to do. I respect you. I want to take some time. You interest me. And I hope I would like to be that for you. And I and and I know because I've had guy friends say to me, if I and these aren't, you know, men of God, they're just, you know, the regular guys, but listen, everybody, you know, somewhere. Um, say if I am not trying to do something in a certain amount of time, this woman is going to think there's something wrong with me. And, you know, that might be true because I've had girlfriends say, I don't know why he hasn't, you know, blah, 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 tried this or tried that. And it's, and I said, well, maybe he respects you. Mm. But see, we don't say those things. We don't say those things because that, you know, that's no cornball. You know, hi, I respect you. And I would like to give you, I would like to give us some time. I'd like to, you know. Mm. So that would, honestly, be, that would, that would be revolutionary, that, right? That would be right. revolutionary if someone said, hey, I, I respect you and I want to take time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would I would fall off my wheelchair. No, I would fall. <laughs> you know, that that would, he would have had me, at, not because he wouldn't have had me, but he would have, that would have won me. Right. Uh, really, that would have checked a lot of boxes, like, wow. Yeah. What a strong, I thought, wow, what a strong, brave kind of guy huh. that there's more see there you go guys elena give it to us from a younger point of view i would say don't be discouraged if you feel like women have disappointed you or one woman has disappointed you there are great women out there and i would say don't try to go it alone get as a part of a small group get into rally point uh Try to get a mentor. There's resources out there if you can't get one. Um, get a counselor. Just make sure that you are a baked cake, as Patty says, uh, before you go out there because nobody really, because you're going to be more hurt. And there are women who could take advantage, but the ones who recognize that, that wonderful um, spirit of God in you and see that you're trying to be a leader. You're not a perfect man, but you're trying to make wise decisions. They're out they're ready to appreciate you Amen. and we and god is going to put you together and um we we, we encourage you mm. to follow in the footsteps of those who have gone before like pastor west and make great decisions i Amen. think a mentor for young men or even guys coming back out 
into this wonderful world of singlehood. I mean, you can be, you know, 40, 50 years old and, and you know, got, you know, my, my best friend is a guy, which is a wonderful thing. My best friend is a man and we're, we're friends. And, you know, he, he became a widow at 40, you know, 45 years old. He, he never thought that he'd be, you know, alone at 45. And, you know, I truly believe our connection was a God connection, a God ordained connection, because he's a bit on the shy side anyway. And he's been married for 20 some odd years. So I was kind of showing him the social ropes, Pastor West. And so now he's just like this, you know, he's, he's spending them off. These women just absolutely adore him. But because he's a good guy. And, uh, but I mean, you know, that was just an unusual thing because, you know, we just, we were friends from high school and then found each other as friends again. But to find another guy, to find a, a buddy Mentor. like a Pastor West. Mm. Uh, Cause that's not too long need, ago. Yeah, you need a, you need a, yeah, you need a mentor. You need a mentor. You know, and here's what I would suggest. Here's what I would suggest to the guys that might be listening out there. Um, and it's this is a simple thing. Uh, this is one of my my uh, key things that I talk with guys about is let your yes be yes and your no be no. All right, because that that develops integrity. Right, and and we want to have integrity. So if you say yes do it. If you say, no, I can't do it, then you can't do it. But right. don't say, yeah, and then you can't do it. Change your mind. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I guarantee you that will lead you down the road uh, to integrity. And that'll lead you down the road to honesty. It'll lead you down the road to commitment. It'll lead you down the road to all those nice little things um, that is a good package that other women, that the women would look at and say, this is a guy I want to spend time with. Hey, you guys have been great. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. We have to do this again because I, I just kind of feel like we just brushed the surface of this. Um, there's just so much. Uh, and, I, and I feel like, you know, there's a ton of people that really need to hear, you know, what's going on out there and yeah. what's happening, you know? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Pastor West. So good. So fun. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for tuning into our Rally Point show. We really enjoyed uh, having you with us. Um, and I'll tell you, you know, I, I don't know if you're in Rhode Island or not, uh, but Elena and Patty, they're great women of God. But you got to be a good man, you know, um, and, and and you got to, you know, you got to come correct. Right, <laughs> ladies, you got to come correct. Um, so, hey, God bless you. And we'll see you guys at the next rally point. <laughs>